Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with your hosts, Amy Babinchak, James Kernan, and Carl Polichuk. Produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Did you know Cisco helps manage service providers directly? Know about the Cisco Partner Program? Focused on helping partners combine managed service expertise and service creation with innovative Cisco technology and proven go-to-market resources, there's a program option for you. With provider pricing, MDF, and marketing resources coupled with Cisco's leading technologies, including Meraki, Duo, and Umbrella, learn more with the link right in the show notes. Hi, this is Carl. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. I'm joined today by Lee Dark, who is an MSP in Canada, but we're here to talk about a new organization called the ITSPC, which is the Information Technology Service Providers of Canada. Welcome and uh, congratulations on the new group. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that, Carl. So why don't you give us some of your background, kind of well, where are you from and uh, what do you do for a living and all that? I live in a small town called Fergus in southwestern Ontario, Canada. Um, we're kind of in the middle of all the good spaces, Kitchener, Waterloo, Toronto, that area. So we're in like a core IT zone. Um, I started my MSP, which is Empower IT in 2015. And uh, as we've been growing and, and working with other MSPs in the area, we uh, came up with the idea of trying to be more collaborative in our work. And that was the starting elements of the ITSPC, of which we've been working on now probably for about the last three years until we've, we've finally come to this point and, uh, and then saw you launch your organization as well. And we thought, excellent, now is the time to... Uh, <laughs> To move forward with this endeavor. So yeah, so the, it's not really my organization, but I understand what you mean. So the National Society of IT Service Providers is the U.S. version, and the uh, ITSPC.ca is the Canadian version. So folks can go to that website and uh, sign up. Uh, it, is there a free and a paid membership, or what? What's the current state of the nation there? Uh, the current state is we're going to induct members at no cost in the beginning until we reach a critical threshold and, and, and get the community built. And then as we move forward from there, we'll uh, have charge uh, memberships as we uh, refine what we're, what we're delivering to the, to the All right. Members. And do you have a, uh, a title in the organization? Technically, I'm the president. Um, not very exciting. <laughs> just, uh, I, I have to, um, but yeah, we're just, we're trying to keep it as informal as possible. We structure it as a nonprofit. Um, our goal is, you know, we're not a for-profit, uh, organization We're we're not going to get rich off this. We're, we're dedicating our own time from our MSPs to make this work. Um, and we're, we're community focused. So just very happy cool. to call me Lee. <laughs> all <works>. right. <laughs> so, uh, so with all of the folks in Canada, so we're going to promote this and we want all of our Canadian listeners to uh, go over to itspc.ca and sign up uh, and lend their, their uh, membership and their support and so forth. Um, so 
why don't you tell us a bit about what you're trying to do? So um, you want to create a higher level of professionalism and some standardization. What is your specific, I guess, flavor of that? Like, <laughs> how are you approaching that? We're approaching it from a community-driven perspective. We want to build a community of Nimble MSPs and uh, any other IT organizations that want to be part of this journey. And our goal is to create a curated, almost, uh, I guess, call it a, a scientific method approach where the standards that we produce are produced from the community at the bottom level, as opposed to being pushed down from a higher level like government. We're obviously ready and willing to work with legislation when things happen. And, and in Canada, the legislation is obviously not moving as fast as it does uh, in the US. Um, we want to be able to work with the government to help inform them and uh, so make sure that the voice of the MSP community is heard. Right. So, um, you know, one of the things about standards is that we, we use this term that something is best practice, right? And often best practice just means that's what most people are doing, but that doesn't necessarily make it a best practice at all. It doesn't even make it a good practice. <laughs> most people can be doing really stupid stuff. Uh, and it's still, you, you know, with, if that's the standard, you would call it a best practice. So when you talk about sort of uh, having a community approach to this, how will you, how will you determine uh, best practices or, or uh, industry standards? We are looking at the, uh, so we're not cybersecurity focused, but one of the ideas that we have is that if you align yourself with some of the cybersecurity, cybersecurity controls that you are putting in a good foundation of IT service delivery. So when we look at the different products that we would use as MSPs, uh, Microsoft products being an example, then we would work with, micro, you know, take what Microsoft is doing and considering to be a best practice and use that as a foundation. And then by working with the community, we can inform what works best and then drive forward from there. So we'll use uh, vendor best practices, and you know, as a as a foundation, as a baseline, discuss those within the community, and then move forward. And we'll do that uh, with all the major uh, software products that that MSPs would use. Very good. So, um, do you have any members today? I mean, like, are you just launching, or do you have uh, uh, you know a handful of people who are <laughs> uh, behind all of this? So we're just launching. There's myself and uh, and three other MSPs. We've got some informal engagement from some other MSPs, um, and we've also, with our waiting list that we we have, uh, we have to bring those guys into the fold yet. So um, we're aiming for the uh, the end of uh, June to get everything up and running, and uh, we'll have more information on our website when we. We get when we get there. So we're right. we're just in the last push of getting the website up and running, and uh, and starting to get the community together so that we can actually start speaking with the people that have signed up already. Very cool. And so, do you guys anticipate that you will be doing any lobbying, or is this primarily going to start out with just MSPs talking to each other and figuring out, you know, 
how do we how do we set standards for our own industry? Yes, well, definitely. I think pretty much as you've outlined it, we'll start off, you know, building the community, building the standards, and then uh, as we move forward, when we have the opportunity to have our voice heard uh, by government, then then we'll take that as the next step. Right. Well, certainly you will call on me when you need to have a meeting because I will <laughs> broadcast it to the universe and make sure that everybody knows about it. <clears throat> um, so, uh, and I'm assuming this is a national thing. This isn't just within your province, but this is a national. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. We registered. Yeah, it's, a, it's a nonprofit organization that's registered as a federal uh, corporation. So we're across all of Canada. So in, in the U.S., they make distinctions between uh, like we're a membership association, which means we're not a quote unquote charity, but people can deduct the membership dues from their taxes. Uh, and, and so there's that's different from a, um, a charity. Charities can't uh, affect the government uh, conversation. Um, so do you does, does Canada have that distinction or as a charity, can you also uh, get involved? We're yeah, we're not a charity, um, so we can't collect funds in that capacity. So we are, uh, as a nonprofit, we're formed as a teaching organization. Okay. It's, it's so interesting because until you get involved in this, you don't realize there's a difference between a charity and a nonprofit. It's like, ah, because <laughs> uh, we use those terms uh, in casual conversation. We use those terms interchangeably. But uh, yeah, so you're a, an educational nonprofit. Very good. So, um, well, with luck, we'll be able to work together because, you know, part of what we want to do is educate folks on, you know, why do we use these tools? What is an MSP? You know, why would somebody outsource their IT? You know, that kind of stuff, which isn't, uh, there's no border there. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the specifics of, you know, responding to an action by a state or a province is a different story. But the education piece is actually uh, pretty uh, pretty straightforward, I think. Um, I mean, there's great communities out there already, like the Tech Tribe. Give them a plug because they're you know we're also members of the Tech Tribe, and and uh, it's been a lot of benefit from being uh, membership there. Um, we're looking at putting together some resources. So the way that we're approaching you know, our development of standards is building the framework. Um, we're gonna publish. So we're gonna have multiple levels of the standard. The very first iteration of our standard, we are going to publish that on GitHub so that it is uh, available to anybody that wants to look at it. And then we're gonna move uh, forward from there. And uh, so the way that we thought about things, structuring things at, at, in the early stages is that as an MSP grows, you, know, you start as a one or two person MSP and then you slowly mature and you add more staff. Um, that level of maturity adds you know, more administrative burden, more ways of doing things, so, and more tools come into play. So what we're looking at is how do we do this at the beginning of having some kind of standard that's a, a, a partial standard that works really well with somebody who's just starting out versus somebody who's been in the business for a longer time and is more mature, has more tools, and therefore 
uh, more thing, you know, more moving parts that they need to to worry about and right. take care of. Well, you know, there, there is a, a problem in our industry that there are certain people who are just not doing things the right way. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, I, I don't want to be mean to anybody, but the, the reality is there are people who uh, are just asking to be regulated. And I think we can go a long ways by taking care of ourselves before the government gets involved. Yeah, you know? 100%. Yeah, I think about contractors or auto repair folks who, uh, you know, it, when they have a bad reputation, the government can't really fix their industry. At some point, they have to sit down amongst themselves and say, we need to support the people who are doing things the right way and train the people who are doing things the wrong way. And so uh, I think setting some kind of standards is great. Um, and then with the GitHub, are you going to ask people to have public conversations about the standards that you publish? Uh, yes, we're, I mean, we're hoping to redirect that into the community that we're building versus just having it all on GitHub. Um, but yeah, the standards will be there on GitHub and we'll point back to the, uh, the ITSPC community. And we're looking at creating different membership levels there as well, where there's, uh, you know, you can just come in and take a look and be part of the discussion or read what's going on. And then as we've got members that are uh, more involved, um, then obviously they might be leading certain areas of the discussion. And then with our uh, member MSPs that are paying, um, our goal is to basically put uh, people into a position where they're going to be almost acting like a consultant, you know, to, to the group. So in the early stages, we might just be comprised of, you know, smaller MSP groups. And then as we start to grow as an organization, then maybe larger MSPs will come into the mix and then we'll invite those guys to uh, kind of take up more leadership role and, and help guide the rest of us moving forward right. based on their experience. So what do you say when folks uh, complain like, uh, you're, when you set standards of quality, you make it harder for me, the little guy to, to make it in this industry. <laughs> like nobody can ever start a new business because, because you've raised the bar. Uh, I would say it's almost the opposite, right? Because you can do IT services out of the back of your car, so right. to speak, and that's not necessarily the best way to do it. And you know, like lawyers, there there has there's a professional standard. You know, to become a lawyer, you have to pass a bar, you to be a solicitor or a barrister, and you have to you know know how to be a lawyer under those you know particular um, professional standards. So it makes sense that as an IT person that you should at least be able to have some concept of standardization because either you're coming at this business completely green with no understanding about anything and just hanging up a shingle and saying, hey, I'm going to be an IT provider. I'll just learn everything on the fly because I'm really cool with computers and you know, um, I know what I'm doing. Or you've come from a professional background where you were an IT administrator or director of IT and you've had years of IT experience. And so you had to have some kind of standardization when you were working inside of a company. So why would you not want to have it when you're trying to operate as an IT 
business right. yourself, right? You're going to try to drive and have some level of standardization within your business. At least I would hope so. Otherwise, you're going to have a real hard time being uh, being successful. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, I agree with you 100%. From my perspective, I think that uh, the folks who don't want standards, either they don't understand the bigger picture or um, they know that they're not operating in a way that they should be, you know? Because um, it seems to me, if there are standards, it's just like uh, any kind of uh, thing in your business. If there's a standard and you meet it, you know that you can do that and you can tell other people, guess what? I'm competent. Here's proof, <laughs> right? Uh, but if there's no standard, then anybody can say they're competent. And, you know, it's, it's quite amazing to me when you think about it, that a business will let you with no certifications and no requirements and nothing, just hand over $7 million worth of uh, computer equipment uh, for a business and just let you run it all because you got a business card that says IT consultant. <laughs> like, wow, that was easy. Uh, so, you know, I, it seems to me there really do need to be standards. If you're fixing your mother's computer, that's one thing. But if you are in the business and representing an industry, I think it's a, a very different standard. Yeah, I think a lot of people get away with the uh, the mystery, you know, the black magic of, of IT. Nobody else understands it, but, but <laughs> you know, I do. I'm an IT guy, so I'm like, I'm magical. I can just make things work, right? But uh, there's so much more to it than that. Um, and uh, yeah, solving problems is definitely, uh, you know, it's, it's the entry level, the core level of ability, you know, quick with your mind and being able to, uh, fix things and, and come up with solutions, but uh, using tools is one thing, right? And the other thing that we haven't really spoken about is there's the technical side of this business, but there's also the business side of the business. And if you're going to be a business person, you have to be professional and you have to build a business. You're, you're, you're an MSP because you want to build a business. And eventually, as you build your business, you're going to add other professionals to your business. So if you don't want any standards, how are you going to run a company? Right? Yeah. Well, it's also the case, uh, you know, there's an old joke about, um, I don't want to train my employees because what happens if I train them and they leave? Uh, and, the, and the answer is, well, what happens if you don't train them and they stay, right? Uh, you know, do you want employees who are professional or do you want employees who are just going to make it up as they go along and figure it out in the long run? The reality is when you get to the point where you're having employees, you want them to be qualified. And so the question is, what does that mean? Because uh, technology will change. You know, what Microsoft sells, what Apple puts out on the market what HP and Dell and everybody else sell is going to be different in a year than it is now. It just will be. And so, um, but standards are a different story. You know, ethics are a different story. And uh, competence and education and, and sort of a commitment to the industry as an industry, that should be a lot more stable. That shouldn't change. That shouldn't have a complete turnover every five years. <laughs> Oh, exactly. I mean, there's only so many. It's there's only so many ways of doing something, and whether you're, you know, protecting data, moving data, you know, accessing data. I mean, it just makes sense that it needs to be done properly. Right? It's it's just as much a part of of educating 
your users. I mean, if you put it in a, you know, flip things around the other way, you're an IT company that doesn't like standards. You don't want to do anything. So <laughs> you have no documentation because what's the point? Because you like to do everything different every time you do it. So why would you try to even like make it, you know, here's the steps of how to do this. You don't educate your users because you just let them do whatever they want. So I mean, really, without any form of standardization, what you have is pure anarchy, you know, both for you as a business and for the people that you serve. I love that idea of switching it around. I'm, I'm actually going to steal that. I hear hereby, you know, uh, give you notice I'm stealing that. So, uh, but, but it's true. I mean, if you're saying, okay, I want standards, like this is a recipe for disaster, right? <laughs> so, uh, very good. So, so how can folks get involved? Like, uh, is there a place where they can uh, volunteer and say, you know, I'll, I'll help with the, uh, the GitHub or I'll help with uh, uh, gathering up some, some uh, information or, you know, what, what should they do? Yeah, so really just go to the website and sign up for more information at this point in time as we uh, get the moving parts into place. Then we'll reach out and, and give more information. And again, this being community driven, we're going to do as much of our activity as possible from our our community forum area very cool and so you have linkedin and facebook and uh twitter uh, uh yeah so yeah i think we've got linkedin facebook and twitter at this point are the three things that we're we're looking at doing so uh so we'll put the links all down below and folks can get in touch with you there but also uh at itspc.ca, uh, is there a big uh, join now button that people can click? Uh, yeah, there is. There's a, a, a button for more information. And we're, again, we'll have the, uh, the website up and running by the end of June. So you'll be able to join the community at that time. Very good. And the um, I'm, I'm assuming that puts them on a mailing list that's all legal and uh, follows the privacy laws of, of Canada. No, because we don't believe in standards. So. <laughs> <laughs> if we of believe course. in standards, we'd follow the law. But <laughs> Who needs law? <laughs> I, I'm not kidding you. I, I'm literally stealing that. So, um, you know, it's funny because you, you know, you mentioned in the, the notes when you first uh, talked about doing this podcast that it's sort of like setting up the Hippocratic Oath for our industry. Um, expand on that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, IT people, you know, don't want to make anybody mad, but we're we're not, you know, doctors or in that capacity. But we 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 sort of are, right? We we we're sort of viewed as professional people that have a certain amount of knowledge. And because of that, I think it's important that you comport yourself with integrity because it's you're you're informing people and people are relying on the fact that when you tell them an answer, that you're being truthful with them and you have the capacity to be deceitful and lead people in all sorts of different directions just so that you can get them to give you money. So it the you know it the integrity is core, I think, to to what we do as IT. Also, because we're the gatekeepers for a lot of sensitive information. I mean, if you're going to hire an MSP to work with you, they're going to have access to things that 
could end your business if they end up in the wrong location. So, I mean, we're the good guys. We got to be the good guys. And we're, you know, we're fighting the bad guys every day, so to speak. So, yeah, I mean, if you're not going to be, you know, an upstanding netizen in the in the IT world, then don't be an MSP because you're in the wrong business. Right. Well, so the the uh, the U.S. version, uh, the National Society of IT Service Providers, um, is currently, I guess, when this goes out, I hope that we'll be done. But if not, we'll be very close to publishing our code of ethics, which has just taken months and months and months because there's a lot to discuss with regard to transparency and integrity and uh, you know being able to. Um, be discreet with information from clients. Uh, non-disclosure means non-disclosure, uh, and you know, making sure that we avoid conflicts of interest. There's a lot involved, and it's it's not a simple thing where you can wave your hand and say, "I know right from wrong, and I'm done." Like, nah. <laughs> the world is a little more complicated than that. And so, uh, I think that it's great that our industry has finally reached the point where. Uh, we are mature enough to have a conversation about governing ourselves. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it, the, the, the time has come, right? It's We can be led around by government and by vendors that you know have agendas in, in our space, or we can get together, raise our voices, and, uh, and be heard. And, and I think that, uh, you know, the frustrations in the MSP space when you talk to peers is that, you know, these vendors are doing this or there is such a fast uh, change of pace that's happening. There's so much acquisitions that's happening. There's so much focus on making money and, and all those kind of things. And really what we need to do as a community is just come together to figure out how best we can service the people that we service. And by doing that, we raise everybody. We, we all, you know, it's a, it's a family and we raise everybody up by, by trying to be the best that we can be. Right. It's almost like there's this big storm going around us with ransomware and insurance rates and government regulations. And it's like, God, we're, we're stuck in the middle. And I think uh, sort of huddling together and protecting each other is probably the best analogy of like what we're going through at this moment in history. And like everything else, it'll get better. Uh, but I think that we'll be stronger as an industry uh, once we actually congeal as a you know, couple of organizations that have set some standards and, and uh, you know, try to elevate everybody in the industry. One cool thing that I really love about the MSB space, you know, communicating on Tech Drive and ASCII and the other uh, MSB you know, groups that are out there is I've never worked in an industry or with a group of people that are at the same time competitors and friends and will help you out, even though it's, you know, not necessarily to their complete detriment, but I mean, if they're by making you a better MSP, you're building your competitor, so to speak, right? So it, it at that level, that level of just friendly competition and co-opetition is, is an awesome uh, aspect of the MSP space. So I think we're just, you know, as an industry, we're very uniquely positioned to to work together because we're already doing it. So why not just double down and just do it even more? Right. And the other benefit that I see in all of this is 
you know, as a consumer of IT services, what do you do when you need IT help? You Google something and you try to figure, okay, here's a list of my Google results for IT support. So how do I evaluate that? How do I figure out which company to call? And then I go to the website and I'm like, my eyeballs roll up into my head because I'm not an IT person and I can't even understand half of the terminology on the website. You know, so now I'm going to start going to my friends and going, hey, who are you using for IT, right? So if there's already, a, you know, a, a trend where people are asking peers and friends and other businesses of, of who should I use in IT? Well, if we build these standards and it's like, I'm an MSP and I follow the ITSPC and I'm an MSP and I'm a member of the MS or the NS ITSPC. Oops, I'm going to get them all blended. N-S-I-T-S-P. Um, you know, and a member in good standing. I know as a business that now I'm dealing with a business, with a, with a technology company that cares and that believes in standardization is, and is an active member in making the IT industry a better space. So by being a part of these communities that we're building, it's giving you a competitive advantage as an MSP versus those that choose not to participate. I agree completely. Very good. Sadly, we're out of time. Uh, let me give your website one more time, itspc.ca. And uh, of course, you'll let Americans in too. You have US citizens, right? I've got lots of American friends in this space. So <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely have an honorary uh, area for it. Our, uh, we have to pay business. though, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is, is that you're paying in Canadian dollars, so you're already getting a 30% discount. We get a little discount there. Very good. All right. Lee Dark from the uh, IT service provider. Uh, let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make <laughs> I edit that. Lee Dark from the Information Technology Service Providers of Canada. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.